Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, April 22nd, 2023. I am your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello, how you doing, Andy? I am very well, thank you. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Excellent after a wee Inverness goal in play there. We love Uh, an Inverness in play goal, uh, which means we can only be recording on Tuesday evening at around... Half past nine at night. <laughs> yes. Yep. There you go. That's it. Um, yeah, before we get started with the show, something just popped in my head there. Have you seen the guy on Twitter that you can forward like a clip of a TV show to that has a TV in the background? He will, he, ident- he, will, he will identify the sports fixture for you. Uh-huh, uh, because he, he, he did one like Cologne versus... Oh, uh, it's a Bundesliga's Vi ba- game from a few ba- years ba- ago. Spark or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so it was some American TV show and someone had tweeted him, what game's on in the background here in the bar they're in? And he found it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. So that aside, um, yeah, I'm doing very well. Thank you very much for asking. We had a good week last week. A lot of that down to our co-host, Mr. Dave Greenfield, who's back this week. How you doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad. Thanks, guys. All that, uh, all the tips from the uh, guys from the Football League helping me out last week. Yeah. Get the lights <laughs> off, Dave. Watched <laughs> time my lights off. <laughs> it's good to see you've got full power on, and you have a quite a fitting for a power cut horror themed t shirt on the go. I like that. Yeah, it's from uh, from Horror Nights at Orlando last year. Mm, class, wow. beautiful, beautiful. Well, hopefully we get the mega cooping up this week, and uh, you can just go back plenty of times <laughs> whenever you like. Um, yeah, so David Gordo, myself on the show this week. We had a good week last week. Um, we'll get into the ins and outs of that and recap, as always, before a short ad break. And then on to the picks for the weekend ahead. So let's review last week quickly. Um, my banker, uh, early game in the Japanese J-League. Well, early, if you're based in the UK. Uh, six o'clock on Saturday morning. I took Hiroshima away at Yokohama FC, and it was a comfortable 3-0 away from home victory for Hiroshima at odds of 6-11. to 11. Yeah, um, another easy one for me in here. This was uh, Genoa versus Perugia. Um, I took Genoa to win at 6-11 to 11 and they duly obliged winning 2-0. So, uh, an easy one for me. And I think that was a Friday game as well. It was, it was the earliest early. game. That, it was an early game in the, in the week. So, nice to get one over the line. Um, but yeah, so that was me. Dave? Yeah, I was uh, in the National League North and it was uh, Kings Lynn against Southport. And uh, look, Kings Lynn and they won the game 3-2. Uh, you don't get much uh, on flash score from this, so I had to have a look at Kingsland's Twitter account. And uh, they told me that Southport took the lead uh, through a massive deflected goal. Uh, but Kingsland rallied and they, they went 3-1 three, three up. Uh, they've got a guy called Gold Amateo. He's a Nigerian striker. 
bagged a couple, got his 20th, 20 goals for him for the season. Um, we'd be loving it if it was an early payout because it was 3 1. Sadly, yeah. not an early payout league. And uh, Southport got one back to make us sweat a little bit, but uh, Kings Lynn duly uh, gave us the win. Superb. Uh, three out of three on the bankers. Um, banker treble comes in at odds of 2.2 to 1, which is excellent odds for a banker treble. And three games where the side mid back all scored three goals. Lovely. Um, two, two nice and easy. Just, just Perugia That's, only get two. Oh, just two. You got two. your early payout. You got your early, early payout. payout. I picked a league where it was an early payout, so that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, always good to get the banker treble, and I think that's Gordo and I on quite the run of bankers in a row. And yeah. Dave obviously doing um, the first guest spot last week in a, in a run. He's a hundred percent for them. So that's what we always want to see: those banker trebles sailing in. On to the value picks. Um, I stayed close to home in the Scottish Championship for Cove Rangers versus Inverness. Inverness at ten to eleven, uh, big price for a, re- a really informed team, and they went they went ahead and got the win with a two one victory, managing to reverse the scoreline after going a goal down. Um, so another good result for Inverness, and that's them right in the hunt for the promotion places. So, yeah, I, I backed them in play. I really liked this pick as well. This was um, we send each other our picks during the week, and I sent. Didn't look at Andy, sent my picks through, and I was like, oh, need to find a new value. Um, but yeah, so um, really good win there, Andy. I'm going to hand to Dave to do his value and then mine, uh, just because this is how the weekend... Sh- I was, was, I was wondering there why you were explaining out. that you had an original value you really liked. <laughs> yes, so... I now understand why you're doing that. Yeah. Dave, how did, how did your value go on? A very good value in that. Yeah, so I was in the Netherlands, and it was uh, Warwick against Gronion. And uh, I like Warwick, and they won the game 2-1. Uh, it was a goalless first half, but Warwick had uh, lost the possession and the XG. Uh, they took the lead. Um, but Pepe, they got the goal we were talking about last week, got an equaliser. But he's 11th of the season. He, like I said, good season for a team that are probably going to get relegated. But luckily for us, uh, Warwick got a pen, and uh, Kramer converted the pen. I mean, to be fair, Woolwick finished the game with uh, that two and a half XG, 61% possession, 12 shots, three on target. Uh, they did boss the game, but you know, they got the 2 1 win, and that's all that matters. A really yeah. good result for me, that, because um, well, it'd been a great day on Saturday. I'm sure we'll get to that in the, in the midsection about how good a Saturday I had. But that was the last one I was waiting on in my five team ACA to turn a fiver into 310. So, yeah, lovely. Beautiful pick, Dave. And nice to hear Michael Richards is uh, kicking about still. Um, so, anyway, the uh, the last thing. So, I was the last pick of the weekend and the vast value pick. Uh, and I really fancied uh, Leverkusen away at Wolfsburg. Um, they were seven to five. Um, so, not not you know they're they're in the value area for us. Yeah, nil nil draw. Um, they were all of them in the first half. I watched the second from about. 75 minutes to 90, they were they didn't do much. And then between 90 and 94 minutes, they had three really good chances to, to win it. One where the ball kind of broke in the box, like a bit of a stramash. The ball broke in the box to just their striker's feet. And he was so surprised by it that it just bounced off his ankles and out for a, like a, a keeper, a goal kick. So, yeah, not not great in there. And really disappointed to let down the, the value treble because... Um, yeah, we've been so good at it. 
and it, it was yeah. only it was I was last up, so it was you know there was there was cash to be seen before on your cash outs there, which is always more painful. Um, it was close though. It yeah, was close. No, no, but yeah, no, um, no. Easily could have been. You just needed that one goal. Didn't get it, unfortunately. But yeah, five out of six. Um, and in, in the first two categories is is a really good week. On to the outsiders. This is where we try and pick something. Um, that the bookies have priced up as an underdog. I was in Japan again, um, doing something that I don't normally do, and that was backing a draw uh, for Kawasaki Frontale versus Nagoya because I did not fancy Kawasaki to win, um, even though they're at home and obviously past champions of the J League. Kawasaki did not win; they lost. They lost two one, but it was super close. Uh, Nagoya were two 0 up at halftime. Kawasaki pulled one back early in the second half. And then just pressed for the equaliser for 35 minutes, which never materialised. So at 5-2, to two, I don't feel so bad about that because I've kind of called the game right. It just didn't go my way. I watched the, the end of that as well um, because that was one of the games that uh, 365 I should watch in the app. Yeah. It just in bed on Saturday morning. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was it, all over them for 35 minutes. Like really all over them, like post-bar that kind of stuff. So you were unlucky on that one. Um, I had Bologna versus AC Milan trying to go against 22 years of history. And by Jove, I thought I'd done it. They scored Mm -hmm. in the first minute. Uh, Bologna were up 1-0 here. Uh, AC Milan pulled it back to one each. And then, um, yeah, they had a really good chance towards the end, Bologna there. But this game did end the draw. So I'm not not terribly disappointed in that one because uh, you're backing against the, uh, you know, some Italian royalty when it comes to football there and a team that historically don't get results against them and they did get a result just not quite the one we were looking for big odds as well G-Man similar, similar to mine big odds really close like yeah. you know you're, you're you're picking outsiders you've basically called the game pretty correctly um, you know you're just one goal out um, yeah. but a good effort and then we move on to Dave whose who's pick I know was very popular Amongst trample bet listeners, um, a lot of people sent me messages praising this, Dave. So, take take us through it. Yeah, was a, that was a that Bologna pick was a, there's a few podcast tippers out there, I know that were tipping uh, Bologna. So, now you were you weren't the only one with that. There's a lot of uh, oh, that's good. Then they know. were entirely in Italian, obviously. Yeah, this was Italian podcast you've been listening. The <laughs> yeah, Bologna was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, so my pick was in uh, League Two. And it was uh, Crew against Warsaw, and uh, I like Crew, who were two to one, and uh, they won the game two 0 very very comfortably. Um, started off very quickly. The, the big centre half Ronnie McDonald was up from the back, uh, notched in, notched in after two minutes, and uh, Crew doubled the lead on twenty five minutes. So we were paid out after twenty five minutes, but it didn't really matter because Warsaw were absolutely terrible. Uh, no shot on target for Warsaw. Uh, to make things worse, um, the first off sub uh, Labrador got sent off after six, after sixty minutes. He only came on on thirty five minutes. I think got sent off for two bookings. Um, I mean, I'm back against Warsaw every week to the end of the season. They're just they're absolutely on the beach. I don't, they're not going anywhere. I don't think they're turning out. Well, uh, they're getting hammered tonight as well. So. Uh, Unreal shout, Dave, because I, I know lots of people were on this uh, and, yeah, to, to, to pick a 2-1. to one. Brilliant. Yep, really, really good work. That meant the only thing left to recap is the charity treble. Uh, a pick from each of us, tenor of our own money, any proceeds 
go to a charity. There are no proceeds this week. I lost my charity pick. Uh, Yokama F. Marinos, favourites for the J-League away at Shonen. This game ended one each. Uh, Yokama did take the lead, but they relinquished it with 10 minutes to play, and the game ended one all. So, not a good result. I mean, they were they were better than even money. So it wasn't it wasn't like a banker pick that got let down here. But I did I did fancy them at the twenty three to twenty price tag, but they couldn't get it done. Uh, outsider draw uh, in the charity slot here for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this was in Cagliari versus Frozenone. Um, two teams towards the top of the table. Really fancied this is a draw and was happy putting it in the charity slot because it had been historically very drawy this game. And it continued being currently very dry. 21 to 10, it came at 0 0, nothing happened. One notification, game over. Exactly what we're looking for. Don't get me involved if I'm not, not required. So my charity did come in, but um, the, the Japanese game was early. So it kind of, that ship had unfortunately sailed. But um, yeah, it, good, good to get a, a charity pick in there. So on to Dave um, for his final pick of the week. Yeah, luckily we weren't waiting on mine for the uh, charity winner because, uh, again, I was in League 2 and it was Salford against Colchester. And I like Salford at home, but uh, Colchester won this game 1-0. Uh, they took the lead in the 22nd minute and just uh, held on for the win. Uh, to be fair, second half, Salford picked the game up, uh, had a lot of possession, 74% possession, 19 goal attempts, but... Only two on target, so to be fair to Colchester, they defended pretty well and uh, just held on for the win. So no no charity this week. I will be backing it again after Gordon got a very good pick in um, and I did not. So the tenor is coming out of my pocket and hopefully next week I'll be able to announce much more than the tenor going to uh, a charity of my choosing. That's it for the recap. Quite a good week overall. Um, it's always a good week when you get the bankers in. That basically just pays for my entire my entire weekend. Um, so we have a Facebook group, ladies and gentlemen. Do come along, join the conversation. Just search Trample Bet Podcast. Loads of folk in there commenting um, on the show's picks, on picks that they like themselves for the weekend ahead, and just sharing um, their thoughts on the weekend's fixtures. You can also something back to the podcast. Support us by becoming a member of the Trample Bet or £6 a month, so that's patreon.com forward slash trampled bet. Or download the Patreon app and search for trampled bet. Get a whole host of stuff in return. You get this podcast as an early video release, so you get to see us all um, as we're recording. Uh, you get a handy cheat sheet, so all the picks written down that you can just pull up when you like. You don't have to take notes or try and remember which of the, the picks from the show you liked for the weekend. A lot of extra content in the form of special shows for Patreon-only members. Uh, we've had the MLB season, um, the Masters. Uh, we'll do all the golf majors. Uh, we throw in some darts as well. So if there's a big sporting event, there's a good chance there'll be an extra show. And also, we're about to go to a break, but on the video version, you got a special middle section where we talk about extra bets for the weekend, things that perhaps we looked at didn't quite make the show, or things we like in other sports. And if you listen to the middle section last week, Dave and I both picked the winner of the Grand National. So that was one of the reasons my Saturday was tremendous. Uh, Gordon had only one shout, one pick in the Grand National, 25 to 1, placed. Superb. Uh, and Dave had two two football picks, tremendous football picks, Brighton away at Chelsea, both away at Oxford, both 17 to 10. Just absolutely nailed it in the middle of last week. So I can't believe I didn't take Brighton. 
in my coupon. See, at the weekend, like, I took Brighton and various other things, right, but didn't take them in the five-team ACA. Because it's seven, see, when I seen that result come in, I was like, Dave obvious already. Yeah, obvious. Yeah. We're going to win this. Um, but a ridiculous set of shouts there for you, Dave. So um, what a week. Really? So, so the you know the the middle section does have some good content on it. So it's patreon.com forward slash trample bet, or just search for it there. Six pound a month. Do come and join us. That's the sales pitch done. We'll see you all for next week's picks after the break. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, April 22nd, 2023. We'll run through the normal four categories, as always, starting with the banker bets for this weekend. And I am staying in the Japanese top flight, the J1 League. It's an early kickoff, if you're based in the UK, on Sunday morning at 6am for Soretsu Osaka versus Kashiba Rezol. We're now eight games into the 2023 J-League season and both these teams are off to pretty slow starts. Uh Osaka are mid-table, um, their ninth position with 11 points from eight games, scoring 12 and conceding 12. So it's an 18-team league, so they're pretty much bang mid-table. Kashiba, though, I said a slow start. They're having a terrible time. They're 17th, so second bottom, only six points from eight games. They've scored only five times and conceded 12. The beginning of the season, I liked uh, Soretso Zaka's chances of mounting a title challenge this year, or certainly of being in that top quartile come the end. And I still like their squad. Um, they've been reasonably solid at home. They've picked up seven points from their four home games. Kashiba have been poor away, one point and one goal from their three away games. So Kashiba will set out here to not concede. And this is a match I don't expect Soretso Zaka to lose. So I'm going to take them on the double chance at home here so either a home win or a draw as my banker in case goals are difficult to come by but it would be a huge upset in my head if, if Kashiba Rezal won this game so Seozaka double chance is 1-5 to five or 2-11 to 11, depending on the bookmaker Cool this is not going to be a highly priced banker treble I can feel coming along here um, yeah I if, if you're talking about uh, lots of goals uh, I, I think I've got a game for that but I'm just backing the straight up win uh, I like PSG on uh, Friday night uh, to beat Angers uh, and you'll get them at 1-4 to four to do so I, I, I'm really not going to spend much time in this pick PSG are top of the league and have three of the best players in the world granted one is injured just now Angers are the worst team in the French league taking 14 points from their 31 games and are absolutely certain to get relegated down to League 2, where they should be. Um, PSG, is historical form against Angers is fantastic. They just beat them every time they play them away. They play in the same league quite a lot. Um, so <laughs> it's not as if it's like, yeah, the last time was 1999. Nope. Uh, their last five games against them, they've won all of them. 
uh, by varying margins from 5-0 to 1-0. So, um, yeah, they don't have enough to do anything to, to, to stop PSG's attacking force. And I think it's a, a ridiculous price to get them at 1-4 to four here. Um, I, I know that's a short price anyway, and the bankers are, have, had been like 6-11, to 11, uh, but 1-4 to four for uh, the, one of the best front lines in the world to play against Nabil Bentaleb. Um, I'm quite happy to... <laughs> To take that. Uh, so yeah, PSG away at Angers. First pick of the week, one to four. So Dave, what do you have? Who knew Nabil Bentaleb was still a thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm in League Two for mine, and uh, it's Saturday at three pm, and it's uh, Stockport against Rochdale, and uh, I'm going to attack Stockport, who were four to nine yesterday. They might not be four to nine after I think they've lost one to th- one to three now. One to three. Uh, uh, jo- join us down in the pits. Come on, let's keep together. I mean, I, I, I've wrote my notes before tonight's game, so we won't count tonight's game. Uh, so Stockport in fourth with uh, seventy-one points from their forty-two games, and uh, Rochdale at twenty-fourth. They've only taken thirty-three points from forty-two games. Uh, you know, Stockport got a good, good home record. Attacking 38 points from their 21. Uh, they've only conceded 15 home goals, whereas Rochdale obviously aren't that great away. They've only took 17 points from 21. Uh, Stockport was second in the form table, 11 from last five, only conceding two, and Rochdale were 14th. Um, you know, Stockport came behind to get a draw with Gillingham. Who were in decent form themselves last game, and I mention that because the the goal was scored by a, a midfielder they've got called Will Collar, who is the son of do you remember the big Czech international Jan Collar? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Well, his son Will oh, Collar wow. uh, Stockport is a centre mid. <laughs> Thought it was quite it was quite, it's quite random <laughs> to find out about these things, but um, no, uh, Stockport just outside the. Automatic promotion, uh, three teams going up automatically. Um, obviously, Rochdale. Rochdale haven't been in that bad a form. Uh, they got beat last weekend. I think they got beat tonight by Tramir as well. Uh, but uh, they've drawn one and won two before that. Um, I just think Stockport will have far too much for them here at home with, uh, you know, Rochdale are, are pretty much down if they're not already confirmed down and, Stockport will want to get that third place to get the the automatic. So Stockport are going to need the points, and I think they'll get them here. I uh, that's the only ground in that league that I've been to the Stockport's ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I went to get to get the Danny Bergara stand, which was a Uruguayan guy. It used to be their coach for years. Um, oh. Really weird one. I went to see a gig there, uh, and it was. Oh, I was about to say, do you remember the game? <laughs> no, no, it was a gig at a band, band called Blossoms from Stockport. Um, yeah. yeah. So they, they played they played that ground, um, but it's class. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, it's a good pick there. They, they are much better than Rochdale. So there we go. So perhaps a wee bit more conservatives with the with the bank this week uh, in terms of odds. But I guess that's you know on the luck of the draw. That's what we think are the bankers of this weekend. So Soretzo Ozaka or draw in their match against Kashiba Rezol. A win for Paris Saint Germain away at Angers. And a Stockport win at home to Rochdale means the banker treble this week works out. It's slightly less than evens, 0.96 to 1. 
So definitely a big difference compared to last week's 2.2 to 1 mammoth shout. Yes. But it's pretty good. Pretty good. On to the value picks then. These tend to be slightly higher in odds. We think, you know, that the uh, chance of the outcome we predict is is better than the bookies have, have, have set the price. Um, I'm in staying in Japan. Most of my games are in Japan this week. Uh, this one's Saturday, 6 a.m. for Hiroshima against uh, Tokyo. I tipped up Hiroshima as potential league winners the week before the season started, and then they achieved two points in their first three games. Since then, though, They've really turned things around. They've been perfect in their last five matches. They're top of the league's uh, five-game form table, 15 points out of possible 15. That's moved them up to tied second in the overall league table, only two points behind league leaders Vissel Kobe. They're up against a mid-table Tokyo team that I expect to be mid-table come the end of the season. Um, they're in 11th place after eight games, and this is how mid-table they are. They have nine points, they've scored nine goals, and they've conceded nine goals. Just love the love the number nine. Um, it's worth noting, though, that they've only managed two points away from home this season out of four games, uh, and they've actually only scored once across those entire four away matches. So I really like the home away split here too. Um, so I'm backing a, a home win for a very in-form Sanfreshi Hiroshima. Uh, at odds of four to six. Nice one. Well, uh, I am the very traditional UK kickoff time for my value pick. Um, and it's a value pick that's brought to you by Kilmarnock's terrible away form. So this is St Mirren at home oh. uh, to Kilmarnock and they are even money to beat Kelly. Um, oh. Kilmarnock are so bad away from home. Unless they're playing in the League Cup. Unless Ask me. Ask me how many points they've got away from home this season because I know the answer to this. You know the answer because you asked us two weeks ago when you guys <laughs> and they haven't got any more since lost the next two away games. Yep. So they've taken two points from sixteen away games. They've taken ninety-two percent of their points this season at home. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like they are, they and it's are, not a lot of points. No, it's two. It's two. Two total. Yeah. Um, yeah. St. Mirren are pretty good at the moment. They, they, they've turned it on at the right time. Um, so their last five results, they've lost to the old firm, um, 5-1 and 5-2, but in both games. So in the Celtic game, they were ahead and got a man sent off. You can't really do about much about that. In the Rangers game, they were at two each up until 75 minutes, and Rangers just got a- away from them a wee bit. Barring that, they drew with Dundee United, unjustifiably, um, but they did beat uh, Livingston and they beat Hearts in the last two weeks. So they beat Hearts 2-0 away and they beat Livingston 3-0 at home. Livingston are better than Kelly away from home and they've got to play Kilmarnock. Even money here for St Mirren. I'm biting your hand off, especially with this being an early payout league as well. So, um, yeah, uh, St Mirren at home with Kelly. Even money. Dave, what you got? Where are you? Uh, I'm in the Premiership, the uh, English Premiership. Saturday at 3pm, and I hype myself for doing this, but it's Brentford against Villa, and uh, I'm going to back Villa here. Yeah, I'm going to back Villa here at 15 to 8. Um, so Villa sits 6, uh, they've taken 50 points from 31 games. Uh, Brentford are in ninth. they've taken 43 points from there, 31 games. Villa again, cracking away, the the sixth in the away form table, taking 21 points from 15. Uh, Brentford, not too bad at home. They're eighth in the home form table, 
27 points from 15. But where we go here is, is the form. And uh, Villa are second in the form table, just behind Man City. They've taken 15 from their last five games. Uh, they've actually won the last five straight and seven in eight. And uh, in the last five games, they've only conceded one goal as well. Whereas uh, Brentford, uh, they've only taken two points from their last five. Um, and they've only won one in their last seven. They've lost the last three straight. And uh, they've, they've got three draws before that. Um, since Emroy has took over at Villa, um, they've scored in every game since he took over, which is a, a club record, I believe, from last week. And, and Ollie Watkins is, looks like a transferred man. Uh, transferred? <laughs> transformed man, not transferred. He's got uh, 10 in his last 12. Obviously, Tony's uh, got 18 for Brentford this season. So, again, they've got a good scoring thing. But I ju- just can't. I can't not pass up the chance of backing Villa here at the price yeah. I'm being offered in a, in a value shot. The only the only thing I think uh, is affecting the price is, is uh, Villa have actually never won at, the, at Brentford. Oh. Um, obviously, they've only played, I think it's three or four games they've obviously played in the Championship and the, and the Premier League, but the, yeah, they've never they've never, got, they've never they, won they there. Weren't, so. They weren't being managed by Unai Emery at that point. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. oh man. Maybe that's what? affected the price a little bit. Again, as I said, Villa unbeaten in their last four away games as well, so... You know, now I've picked them, I'm going to jinx it and we're going to lose. But <laughs> Hey, mate, I've, I've, I've picked my own team a couple of times recently and they've come through for me. So, no, I think it's a really good pick. They're the underdogs as well. This easily could have yeah, gone in the outsider right. slot if you'd wanted yeah. it to, Dave. But that just shows you how much you like it that is in there in the value slot. I, mean, I, I, thought, I thought we were going to struggle last Saturday against Newcastle, but it just seemed to keep rolling and rolling. Yeah. Took them apart. I watched the highlights of that as well. It's um, you, you back on it liking John McGinn again there, or is he still a championship yeah. player? What a player! No, I, to be fair, I've, I've always liked him. I, th- I think Gerard just played him out of position. He just he didn't want him to be where I want to be. I think I've said before as, as a when Villa signed him, when I read on a forum and Scottish uh, fans were saying he got the best arse in football. And uh, now we know why, because the way he holds that ball yeah. up. <laughs> he holds up the ball unbelievably. He's like, yeah, yeah. On that. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, once you get him in the, in the right position, McGinney, he affects the game Yeah, a lot more than where Gerard had him playing. It, it's strange, really. I mean, obviously, Emroy's only really playing uh, Alex Moreno. The rest is all the same team that Gerard had. Yeah. And it, yeah, Gerard obviously couldn't get a tune out of him, but, yeah, you know, I was. Doing excellent. Good man. So that means that the value treble for this week, should you wish should you wish to combine them as a treble? Wins for San Freshi, Hiroshima, St. Mirren, and Aston Villa combine to eight point one four to one. So slightly higher than eight to one if you fancied all the value picks this week. On to the outsiders then, where we uh try to find something the bookies have priced up as an underdog that we like the look of. Um, I, I presume Dave must have a, a, a brilliant one here, considering he's, he's, he's used the Villa card already. Um, I mentioned about backing my own team a couple of times recently. I'm going to do it again here. Um, for So I'm in the Scottish Premiership, Saturday, 3pm for Dundee United versus Livingston. 
Dundee United are now two wins on the bounce. Um, they've dragged themselves off the foot of the table into 10th in the 12-team Scottish Premiership. The 12th team gets relegated. The 11th team is part of a playoff structure with the top three from the, the, the league below the championship. I go to all the Dundee United games and these results are not a surprise to me. Uh, the new, new boss, Jim Goodwin, he's started getting the results that the change in performance since he has come in has merited. Um, it's another huge game for United. We're in, we're in tenth, but we're in no way out of it. Like the, the teams are all just separated by two points. But we'll come into this game full of confidence. Um, and Livingston have not been on the best run lately, who despite a win last week at home to St. Johnson, uh, the the rest of the results have not been very good. They've lost their last four away league games on the spin without scoring a single goal. So they've they've lost three nil, one nil, three nil, and then three nil again. Um, interestingly, they've been behind at half time in all of those games, and even more amazingly, all of the goals in all of those games have come in the first half, and then they've seen out nil nil second halves in all four matches. So. Three three nils and a one nil, and all the goals are in the first half. So I think there's a good case to be made that a confident United team will look to take the game to Livingston early on, and you can get two to one for Dundee United to be leading at half time, and I think that's a solid shout at an outsider price of of two to one. So my outsider for this week is in the half time market in Dundee United versus Livingston, and it's the home team Dundee United to be leading after forty five minutes. Reaching into the joy joy markets here. You just, uh, I do like a half time now and again, you know. I do like a half time. Um, just that stat though is yeah. mental. Like four games for Livingston that have seen what ten goals, and they've all been first half goals, and they've scored none of them. Yeah, I'll have yeah. me some of that. Nice one. Okay, well, I am on to my outsider, um, which is at the traditional Italian kickoff time of uh, one p.m. on a Saturday. Um, and I really like the game between Como and Ascoli to be a draw. Um, <laughs> Como have drawn eight of the last 15 games uh, home home and away in the combined last form. Um, they're just drawing quite a lot of games at the moment. Um, in their last five, uh, they've drawn three. They've had two losses, one of which was a friendly to Australia under-23s that they lost 4-0, which is just a really weird game they played. Bizarre. Um, but I'm not sure if they play the full team and there's no stats about the game or anything. It's just on flash score. Um, so, yeah, so both the teams are right beside each other in the table. Neither of them really look like getting relegated. There's, a, like, there's one that's like a 21 shot that they get relegated. They're about five or six points away from the relegation zone, but both would be happy with a draw here because it just moves them both a point away from the, the opposition there. As I said, 11th and 12th in the table. Um, the Italian league is bizarre because both of them are four points away from the promotion places and <laughs> six points away from the relegation zone. Um, so they are really as middling as you can get. Como draw a lot of games uh, when they're playing them. Ascoli don't tend to draw that many games. However, in their head-to-heads between the two, um, the last two games have been draws, a three each and a one each, uh, and the two games before that. So it goes 2022-2022, both games were draws. 2021, it was a 1-0 away win to Ascoli, uh, and in 2016, there was a 1-0 home win to Ascoli. So all of the kind of relevant last few games have been really close or draws, uh, either been one goal in it or actually been a draw. 
really fancy the game to shake out as a draw, you'll get them at 23 to 10 to do so. So, yeah, I fancy uh, Ascoli to have a nice lounge by the lake <laughs> decide to, to draw the game. That'd be nice. So, um, Dave, what have you got in your outside? What what ridiculous outsider were you bringing that you couldn't put Villa in here? I mean, well done, because it's not an outsider. It's a value pick. This is under 2-1. to one. So, yeah, good, good to... What have you got? Yeah, I'm back in the uh, Prem again, uh, Saturday 3pm. And uh, this is a 2-1 to one outsider. And it's Leicester against Wolves. And everyone knows I'm a secret Wolves fan. So uh, I'm going to attack Wolves here at 2-1. to one. Uh, Wolves are the 13th. They've taken 34 points from there, 31 games. Leicester are 19th. They're only taking 25 points from 31 games. Leicester's home form is terrible as well. They've taken 12 points from 15 games at home. And, you know, Wolves are only taking 11 from 15 away, but... Uh, this is more about about Leicester again. Like they're eighteenth uh, in the form table, only taking one point from their last five. They've only scored four goals. Whereas Wolves are eleventh in the form table. Uh, if you like sevens, they've took seven points from their last five. They've scored seven and they've conceded seven. <laughs> so, not bad. Uh, you know Leicester have got nine losses and a draw in their last ten. Um, Wolves wow. doing okay. Won the last two. Won the last two games, and a uh, draw before that. Um, Leicester not kept a clean sheet in twelve. I mean, and even, even Diego Costa popped up with a goal for Wolves last week. So yeah, <laughs> things are going great. But um, you know, obviously Leicester got rid of uh, of Rogers and uh, it's a bit of a shambles. From what I can understand, they uh, they asked Potter. Apparently, he said no. They asked Jesse Marsh. He said no. I even heard they got turned down by Martin O'Neill. Uh, so they kind of got Dean Smith in. Uh, now, you won't hear me say a bad thing about Dean Smith. Uh, he was great for Villa. He's a Villa fan. He's a Villa boy. Norwich fans, they might say something a bit different. Uh, obviously, didn't do too great with Norwich in the Championship. Uh, it just seemed to be a bit like there wasn't really anyone left for Leicester to ask him. They've just sort of turned to Smith and like I, say, I, I don't think he's a bad bad coach. He did well for Villa, but you're going into a team with Leicester here, they're they're in absolute turmoil. They're they're all over the shop. They're not playing for each other, they're not playing for the team, they're, they're just putting in poor performance after performance. I think if if City had have uh, kept their foot on the pedal on Saturday, that it could they have been a they, they they started trying ridiculous stuff. Between each other, yeah. you're up like when you're too far ahead in a game, when you're just like right, you start to feel bad for the other team. That's that's honestly what it looked like. Yeah, I mean, they obviously they took Holland off at half time and <laughs> made other subs throughout. Just, you know, they'd already won the game at half time, and you know, like I had that got on, I think that that could have easily put another three or four past Leicester. But um, okay, yeah, what was again? They've been playing all right, so um, yeah, I'm quite happy to start Wolves at two to one. Ideal. So all picks around the two to one mark uh, means that if you fancied combining them, so Dundee United to be leading at half time, a draw between Como and Askley, and a win for Wolverhampton Wanderers away at Leicester, twenty seven point seven to one for the outsider treble. I'll take that as a tricksy, as I do every week. The outsiders, so I only need two out of the three to come in to get some returns on my money. 
On to the charity treble. Let's hit one this week, guys. Uh, that would be, that would be that would be really nice. Um, we got off to a fast start with the charity trends for twenty twenty three, but we've had a bit of a slow patch. So it'd be nice to be announcing some money to charity next week. The game I'm selecting is back in Japan Sunday morning this time, an eight a.m. start. A lot of the games in the in the Japanese J League are well not televised but streamed on the official J League YouTube channel. Um, you'll also find a lot of them on Bet365. You're able to watch from the stream there. But if you go to the YouTube channel for the J-League, uh, you'll be able to get quite a few of the games. This is probably one of them. It's Gamba Osaka versus Yokohama FC. Yokohama FC are having a torrid time so far in this J-League campaign. They're rock bottom of the table, two points from eight matches played. They've scored six but conceded a massive 22 goals. Gamble Zaka off to a pretty poor start too, but nothing is bad in comparison. They've got six points from eight matches. They've scored 10, conceded 17. Five of Gamba's six points have come at home this season. So they've played four, four home league games. They've managed five points. So they're all right at home. Their only loss was a 2-1 loss to Hiroshima in game week four, who are on that run of five games winning in a row and are right up the top end of the table. So not too bad there. Um, and I quite I quite like their home form. They beat Kawasaki Frontale 2-0 in their last home outing and FC Tokyo 3-0 in the cup uh, before that. So they've got some good home form coming into it as well. The last two seasons that the teams were in the same league, uh, you have to go a couple of years back, 2021 and 2020, but Gamba Zaka won both the, the home fixtures in the head-to-head there. And it, I'd expect them to do the same this time and leave Yokohama really struggling at the bottom. So for charity this week, it's a Gambo Zaka win against Yokohama FC at odds of seven to ten. Okay, okay. Well, I'll take this to a much less glamorous location for my game, um, and this is Hamilton versus Partick Thistle, uh, and I'm taking Partick Thistle away at five to six. Um, if Friendly doesn't really know much about Scottish football, Hamilton are probably the most like a lot of people don't like each other rivalry wise. But I think there's a collective notion that Hamilton is just shit. Like, it's a place. Like, Bielefeld in Germany, like, various different things. It's just, like, when they were in the Premier League, no one liked going there. Like, they, it, it's just a bad, like, they're not a very well-supported team. And I, I've got mates who do actually support Hamilton, so uh, there's a yeah, little, little, little bit in there about that. But I am... Uh, their run of form recently, and they're—I mean, they—they—they they, they won what is you know, the, the, the 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 Johnson's paint trophy, England yeah. thing. They are—they won the Scottish equivalent of that a couple of weeks ago, um, which gets so a new name every year, just about. Yeah, much like much like Hamilton Stadium. So this game will be played at the Hope CBD Stadium. Uh, this this game, um, but it's a it's a really a, in the Scottish Championship. It's a tale of two. Um, a, a tale of two different fortunes here. Partick Thistle uh, started out the season being really not that great and have turned themselves around and back up into the promotion chase here. So they're in fourth. They're six points behind first, but there's two teams in between them. Um, they're on 52 points. Inverness on 54, who've played a game extra. Queen's Park on 57 and Dundee on 58. So they're really in that promotion chase. Hamilton are in the relegation battle and by the grace of Cove Rangers being shitter than they are, they haven't been relegated just yet. Um, they've David 29 points from their 34 games, scoring 29, conceding 61 goals. 
Um, Cove are just worse. Cove actually scored more goals. Um, anyway, I watched the reverse fixture of this game. I was at Partick when they lost 1-0 to Hamilton and the only shot on target of the game was scored by... Uh, the only talk shot on target by Hamilton was scored. Partick hit the bar, the post, everything between them. Um, they were just very unfortunate there. And I really think if they're going to continue this promotion chase, uh, they're going to get points at Hamilton. Hamilton have lost their last three on the spin. Um, losing to Inverness, Queen's Park and Morton and all of those teams are exactly where Queen's Park are in the league. Uh, sorry, they're exactly where Part- Partick are in the league. Um, Partick's last few games, they beat Queen's Park 4-0. They drew it air. Um, they beat Cove 5-0. Uh, they drew with Dundee, who are top of the league, and they lost 1-0 to Inverness. So the, the, you know, they're playing top teams at the moment, um, with the exception of Cove in there. Um, I, I just think it's a good price to be taking Partick Thistle at. Um, and you'll get them at five to six, four to five, ten, eleven-ish uh, to, to do so. So, yes, I uh, I hope Hamilton lose again. Well, um, I'll just I'll sorry, just interject wait, before before we pass on. The Scottish Challenge Cup is now known as the SPFL Trust Trophy. Nice. I wonder how many people yeah. know know that right now. It's been called everything. It was the Iron Brew Trophy, I think, when Dundee United were winning. <laughs> that was that was a better, you know, that's a good name for a trophy. It was the it was the Tunnock's Tea Cake Trophy at one point as well. It's <laughs> been, it's last been... Spot, it was a giant Tunnock's Tea Cake. That was good. I remember. Yeah, that. it's it's been everything. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, Dave, r- round us off um, for the the final charity selection. The book fast sponsored it. Yeah, we uh, have. Uh, I, do you know? Do you know Buckfast? I, I I didn't know this. This is a Buckfast is a really popular drink in Scotland. It's actually made in England. Yeah, it's no, tonic no, wine. No. Yes, yeah, it's, it's made in like it's a, made in like I think it's Northumberland. Um, but yeah, okay. like ninety percent of their sales are all done in Scotland. Um, is it my by monks by any chance? It is. It is. It is. For yeah. Tonic purposes. Um, At Buckfast yeah. Abbey in Devon. Is Devon? Oh, that's more sense. Um, yeah. Than I thought, but yeah, um, nothing better than drinking a park bench than uh, some more fast. So, um, anyway, Dave, how, how are you going to represent? Yeah, there we go. No, no wonder Buckfast haven't sponsored if they're not actually Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm in uh, League One on Saturday at 3 pm, and it's uh, Barnsley against Oxford. And now I'm going to type Barnsley at 7 to 10. Uh, Barnsley are in fourth. They've got 81 points from their 41 games. Uh, Oxford are in 20th. They've only got 40 points from 41 games. Uh, Barnsley are, are doing really well at home. Taking 46 from uh, 20 games. They've only conceded 19 home games. Uh, home goals, sorry. Whereas Oxford have only scored 17 away goals all season. Uh, Barnsley took, took nine from their uh, last five. A seventh in the form table, but Oxford have only took four from their last five. Oxford actually haven't won in their last 15 games. Uh, they've got 10 losses and five draws in those 15 games. Um, Barnsley haven't lost to Oxford in their last four times they've met. Uh, Barnsley have got three wins and a draw. And um, Barnsley are actually unbeaten in their last eight home games as well. And, you know, Ox- Oxford. Um, we backed against them last week in the midsection against Bolton and Bolton duly beat him and I, I certainly think Barnsley again will be a team that will have far too much for Oxford. 
I mean, you could have stopped at the one in the last <laughs> games. That's a pretty convincing argument. Pretty, pretty damn strong there. Which means the charity treble this week. How many other people, apart from us now and us putting this out in the show, do you think have backed or would back this treble of Gambo, Zaka, Partick Thistle and Barnsley? <laughs> I don't think there's many podcasts around the world putting up that. Yeah. It's a treble. <laughs> so there you go. That's, that's what it is. It's Gambo, Zaka, Partick Thistle and Barnsley. And it combines to 4.14 to 1. So 51 quid for a charity if we manage to get that in this week, which I'm hopeful that we will. Um, obviously, I'll combine all the picks from the show as well in the mega coupon in the hope that one day we will go 12 out of 12. But we've been we've been very close, um, you know. Uh, Gordon and I both did a run of two four out of four weeks in a row, um, and Dave very strong last week as well. So this could be this could be the week, gentlemen. I think that's us for this week. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we round out for the weekend of Saturday, April twenty second? Um, I'm at I'm at Russell's last home game of the season on Saturday. Um, we need three points to. Uh, Stay in the playoff picture. So if you can all get behind Russell for me on Saturday, that'd be great. Ideal. We'll all be Russell fans on Saturday. <laughs> worth, worth backing you for the win, Dave? Uh, not the way we've been playing lately, though. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we won the, the, won the um, Staff Senior Cup last night against League Town. Played at Port Vale's ground and we won it 1-0 uh, with a goal light on. But the last uh, league, we've been terrible in the league. The last... Four or five games. To be fair, we've been terrible ever since we signed um, you know, Leon Clark. He yeah. Played for, yeah, well, he's at Rush all on loan from Hartlepool. Obviously, played for Wolves and Coventry. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not not just having a... He's in free fall now, just basically trying his luck at any club he can. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's 39, but um, he, he certainly hasn't brought anything to the party. And uh, our form seems to have dipped ever since he's come in. Uh, but yeah, you know, hopefully we can hold out and uh, stay in the playoff picture. Well, best best of luck, Dave. Hope you enjoy the day and uh, and hope you bag the three points. I'll be at Tannadice. I'll, I'll be at Tannadice. Uh, I won't. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be at Gordon's wedding. <laughs> He just hasn't let you know yet. Yeah, <laughs> I should be at Tannadice. Instead, I'll be uh, I'll have my little Bluetooth headphones in, the little <laughs> little discreet ones while watching Gordon get married, but hopefully hearing Dundee United beat Livingston. No. Uh, so yeah, if, it, if it happens to just be at the point where the vicar says, Does anybody know any reason why they can't get married and Dundee score and you jump up and check yes? yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And what yeah. is it? I uh, Ryan Edwards just uh, nicked one out of the back post. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> he's, he's he's not been playing recently. He's been dropped. Um, yeah, because he's getting booked. I don't know if that's yeah, yeah and giving away goals, which is yeah. potentially <laughs> potentially not, more not, really more. Not a winning combination there. But no, yes, I I will be getting married this weekend, so I'm looking forward to that. So a, a mega coupon win would be nice. Um, so, congratulations, I, Gordon. I think is uh, the way I wanted to round that out, rather yeah. than uh, implying I would rather be. Um, watching Dundee United Livingston. Immediately applying that you'd rather watch Tannadice watching. I mean, you are going to Dundee the next day, so that's... Uh, um, for baseball uh, purposes. For baseball. Uh, but, yeah, 
the mega coupon this week works out at two thousand six hundred and fifty nine to one. That's so, a short mega coupon this week. A short, a short mega coupon this week. Um, Only the yeah. ten grand. I'll be getting. Get it in. Yeah, yeah. Over ten yeah. grand from a five, or about thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd take that. Thirteen grand would be okay. Not <laughs> retirement money. Might give us a week off. We had, yeah. we had the twelve. Yeah. It's not. It's not quite box at Cheltenham, but we might get a box of like I don't know, Kelso. <laughs> sponsor a player. We'll sponsor a player. There we go. If that comes in, the Trample Bet Podcast will sponsor a player. A uh, Russell. Yeah, might even, <laughs> we might even, might even get Gavry. We might maybe we'll be able to get a, a wee a wee uh, placard on the side of Gavry for uh, for Trample Bet. So. You don't put placards on the side of horses. No, I meant when they're, when they're in the, the parade ring. They've got like a whatever it's called, a little what do they call the thing they put over them? Wait, in the parade ring? I don't know the name of that. Oh, like like a like a patch that we could sew on to yeah, like jacket I mean, or like something. A, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like not that I wasn't suggesting just like stapling <laughs> something to the side of the horse. Um, but yeah, oh, so, the uh, podcast's taking a bit of a wrong turn towards the end, but you know, it's all it's all fun and games. It must be the the late night, um, yeah. you know, that we're recording this on Tuesday evening. Gordo, Dave, thank you very much. Um, another good show, full of good picks. So hopefully, on next week's recap, we'll have lots of good stories to tell. Thank you to everyone for listening. Do look us up on Facebook if you want to give something back to the show. Do subscribe to the Trample Bet Club on Patreon. We'd really appreciate it. Best of luck for all your weekend betting ahead, and we'll see you next week. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trample Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Bond, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.